0: Every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Divas radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's
1: perspective.
0: Well, today we're going to have a chance to talk with Bud Wilson, who is the founder of Deep Nature Journeys. I just love the name. Um, He is a wilderness guide among many things. He's an author, a Qigong instructor, and you have a a very lengthy list of wonderful titles. Hi, Bud. How are you?
1: I'm great, and you?
0: I'm very well, and I'm really looking forward to our conversation today about, you know, really. I I, I said to you earlier, I'm I'm sad that we even have this as a, an actual disorder, but that there is such a thing as nature deficit disorder.
1: Exactly. Exactly, and that that actually was popularized by a fellow who wrote a book called Last Child in the Woods.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And that's really my inspiration for doing the work that I'm doing. really has to do with the fact that now at least 80 to 85 percent of the entire world's population is living in densely populated cities. And sometimes I say that um, we are a group of uninitiated adolescents wandering around in aging <laughs> bodies. It's pro- true. Profoundly disconnected from our source. Yeah. Even to the extent that I'm sure you've heard the story of children that live in big cities when they see a, a carton of milk, they believe that a cow is about an inch tall because they've never seen a cow
0: right.
1: in the, in, even in a field and I've worked with children, a program I, I was the founder of called Earthwalk nature centered Life Learning, and we had children from inner city Denver who had never ever in their entire lives seen a star at night mm. simply because of the light pollution
0: yeah, the light pollution, which is a whole nother topic that doesn't get enough attention, but we'll we'll keep moving on to the work right. that you're doing. To help us all reconnect
1: exactly. it's really to calm the whole system, <laughs> our entire body, our thoughts, quiet the mind, and then open the heart. And so we work with an awareness kind of training to to give people a few basic ideas. Even the notion of all form and non-form aspects of the universe are profoundly interdependent and interconnected and constantly changing so just that perception is a shift in awareness for most people that have been brought up in a culture that celebrates the triumphant individual and the notion of survival of the fittest which is really a distortion of a lot of darwin's work which demonstrated that the most collaborative most adaptive most flexible yeah species are the ones that ultimately survive over time right? right. and those lessons come through loud and clear when one is capable of quieting the mind and sitting in a pristine natural environment and just learning from and merging with nature. So the the idea behind a lot of this work that many people will hang out a shingle and say vision questing here or things of that nature. the Outward Bound program, the Knowles program, there are many. And I would say that we might characterize this as a little bit of a, a combination of inward bound and outward bound because we want people to have the direct experience in, at the cellular level actually of the unification of inner and outer nature with no separation. So there's a direct communion with a, the source of our very being of course, is the earth and Gaia and, all oh, and the I, various sacred elements.
0: I just love the way you just put that, the, the union of the inner and outer nature. I think that's what you said.
1: Right, it's a unification. Unification, a, yeah. At a, at a kind of a cellular level, so that all of our fields of, of uh, perception, whether they be sight, taste, touch, smell... Even balance or thought or even emotions could be considered a perceptual field of awareness. We've been conditioned in our society to use those perceptual fields to actually separate us from the natural world rather than using those senses that we've been gifted with to connect and commune and experience as verification that we are part of this profoundly interdependent web of life.
0: So I was just thinking when you said that, like for instance, I don't necessarily breathe deeply through my nose to smell and absorb the scent of the tar on the road. Exactly. The way that I would if I were in the woods walking on a path, uh you know, that that, that might be a whole different thing. But it's exactly making a conscious. What do you, what do you say to people uh, who might really you know, need some of this, but they can't get to you. They, they really are, for whatever reason, uh, at least temporarily, maybe they're stuck in, in the city because they're working or their family situation. How do you recommend people make this connection when they can't actually go into nature?
1: Well, exactly, and that's where we have so many opportunities for profound societal change. In New York and New Jersey, for example, why not? beautify local pocket parks yeah, yeah, and give people a chance to at least be sit by a shrub yeah. or a tree right. or a flower or something that is actually alive and growing. So what I would suggest is that even after people are able to do a little deeper immersion with either a three-night or four-night or the longer the better, uh, solo in nature, is to go out into your own backyard and just practice something that we humans are also not particularly well-conditioned to do or especially not very well-practiced, and that is to express authentic reverence. Offer your love, Mm. your gratitude, and your appreciation to anything living that is non-human. Right, the rock, the
0: tree, the
1: grass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, I'm glad you included the stone people oh <laughs> Most yeah, people perceive them as inanimate objects mm-hmm. without any life force energy, and of course, if energy is just a certain resonance of electromagnetic energy, then everything is alive as as many even ancient wisdom teachings and spiritual traditions still teach today
0: absolutely now see I just recently was was moved to create a guided meditation i I, I have done it for years for people and whatever, Um, but I recorded one, and it was about a tech timeout, and the whole thing that came to me was that in the middle of the day, um, to take, you know, different forms of tech timeout, and one of them is even if you're in a city, go find a plant, a tree, a park, um, you know, anything that you can kind of connect to nature and and get that connection and sort of, um, you know, because we're so absorbed in this... uh, digital world right now.
1: Right, and I like to, we, we have a little saying, why settle for virtual reality? Yeah. Go direct.
0: Go and, direct.
1: And there's a whole emerging field for those of you on the eastern seaboard that like to have verifiable evidence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, E.O. Wilson at Harvard and Stephen Keller at Yale have written articles about biophilia, and the biophilia is simply the idea that we humans for our well-being our total health and well-being require a direct connection with the living world and there's another movement that's beginning to emerge that's referred to as earthing and there's even medical doctors that are confirming that if you even so much as lie down on the earth within the energy field of of Gaia, the earth, it will offer its healing energy and it's more than just anecdotal evidence. There are some pretty sophisticated studies now that are demonstrating the direct healing power of nature. So not only are we talking about just to maintain our well-being from a day-to-day basis while we're immersed in our mundane lives, but it also can provide tremendous um, benefits to our overall health and enhances our immune system and all the kinds of things that people are suffering from today as a result of living in a highly um, energized and uh, yeah.
0: Um, yeah we're over,
1: all overly active society Well
0: we're all in the middle in the midst of thousands and Webs of EMFs and And wireless technology, all that stuff.
1: Right, exactly, which is clearly interfering with our pituitary gland right on down to (laughs) our our cellular well-being.
0: Well, Gracie is informing us that we have probably used up our time here, but I'm hopeful that we'll get a chance to talk again. And how can people find uh, more about you and these... Deep... Um,
1: Deep nature journeys Thank you. With S, dot yes. com. Okay. DeepNatureJourneys.com. Okay. And there may be one other opportunity for people wanting to merge their core values with their work in the world, and that's a project called Sansori.org. And they have actually a little challenge to say, how much did you spend on your conventional education? And if you had that money to spend today, How would you spend it to solve either a social or environmental problem and why? And if you meet that sensory challenge, you actually could win a a trip to China where I'll be guiding some Qigong instruction and also helping people through a bridge year of transition in the ages are anywhere from 17 to 70. But any listeners that are ready to be spontaneous, I'll also be guiding a program in the Aspen area. August 21 to 23. We're just a very first-level introductory program. You don't even have to be particularly experienced in any of this mindfulness or nature-loving or ecological consciousness at all.
0: Just be willing and be a little adventurous and open.
1: And spontaneous.
0: And spontaneous. Living
1: in the moment, which is one of the goals of any of our awareness,
0: Absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad, and I hope that we'll talk again, and maybe we can talk more about the Sensori.
1: I'd love to. It sounds like you're well-versed in the, the issues that are facing all of humanity, and uh, well, we need to, it's time, time we wake up and change our direction.
0: Well, I'm smart enough to know that we need to speak to folks like you and and help um, raise awareness. So thank you so much, Bud, and you're very welcome. we will talk soon. Great. Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's
1: T-H-E, greendivas.com.